Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Drummer Daily Podcast, the only daily podcast dedicated just to drummers. Go to my website at danielhadaway.com. Hey there again. Welcome back. Glad to talk to you again today. Um, So today we are going to talk about what might as well be a cuss word to drummers. We're going to talk about drum shields, uh, particularly the wonderful glass cages that we all at some point will find ourselves in no matter what. In fact, I'd love to hear from you. If you're a drummer that has, uh, let me see... Oh, this isn't going to apply to everyone because a lot of times you end up in cages in churches. So you have to be a church drummer, guy who plays at church some. If you have been playing drums at church or at churches for at least five years and you have not ended up in a cage, I want to hear from you. I'm curious. Uh, just tell me you have never been in a cage. I'm just curious. Daniel, DanielHadaway.com. Anyway, we're talking about drum shields, drum cages, those things today. Um, someone asked me what my opinion was of them or how to use them. And, uh, so I will give you that today. Um, so, uh, if you don't have any care about what I think about drum shields or how to use that, then you can skip this episode because I'll have, uh, I'll be back tomorrow and uh, I also have like 40 other episodes you can listen to. So anyway, uh, so drum shields, I will say this about them in general. Um, uh, I'm not 100% against them, but I'm not, I don't, I don't see them being used appropriately very often. I guess that's what I'll say. So my frustration with drum shields is not, um, well, I think, I think a lot of drummers feel like it kind of separates you from the band, which is true. Now, in this day and age, like I, I feel like most larger places, even the ones that use drum shields, they still um, use in-ear monitors. And so you kind of can make up for it as long as your drums sound okay through your ears. I will say that's one of, my, one of my pet peeves about drum shields is that they make your drums sound terrible. All that sound getting bounced back at your face is terrible. And definitely um, the worst thing in the world is to play drums without in-ears behind a drum shield. The, the drums just sound terrible back there. So I totally get that. Um, but my perception about drum shields is this. In most rooms, ah, oh, this is going to go out and get in trouble because someone's going to tell me I'm wrong, but it's okay. I'm used to that. I'm old enough now. I get told I'm wrong all the time. 
My perception is that in most rooms that drum shields get put into, the drum shield isn't actually helping at all. It actually isn't making the drums any quieter. They'll, they'll put the drums, you know, the drums will be backed up to a brick wall, and then they'll put a glass shield in front of it, and all the sound just bounces out off the brick wall and out of the top of the drum shield. They put a lid on it, and then it's like, at that point, you're just teaching the drummer to hit as hard as he wants and never, and never worry about dynamics or anything like that. Um, anyway, I just, I just don't, a lot of times I, I feel like they get used for, to make the drums quieter to people in the room. And honestly, I feel like, uh, any drummer should be able to play quietly. It's not, I mean, it's a different art, but it's not like the only way to play drums is to bash that out. I actually know someone who doesn't understand uh, that there are different ways to play the drums. The drum, uh, he thinks that playing drums is playing drums is playing drums. And uh, and uh, coincidentally, maybe not, the way he plays drums is extremely loud all the time. So um, interesting side note. Anyway, um, I feel like uh, to put drums behind a shield is uh, a way of the sound man may be saying, hey, there's just no way for your drums to be quiet and you're not doing the, you're not playing quiet enough if you're a drummer. Now, I will also say that I understand that most of us are in a, in a situation where they don't put the drum shield up in response to, your, to, to my playing. The drum shield's already there and I walk into a situation and have to kind of use what's already there. So there's that. Um, but I, I, like, I like taking this approach. If you find yourself behind a drum shield and you're concerned about, because honestly, if drums aren't coming through the, the PA, coming through the speakers and mixed right uh, when they're behind a shield, the drums just sound terrible. They just sound bad. Um, it's a lot easier for drums to sound good, even if they're not being mixed properly, if they're not behind a shield. So I feel like um, a lot of times when I go to churches with the drum shields as well or go to places with the drum shields, the the drums are, are as a result, not actually being mixed in to an appropriate volume with the rest of the music. So the drum shield is not only... Um, you know, it's keeping the drums from being too loud, but it's actually it's actually messing with the mix, making the music sound bad. So I've had conversations with the sound guys before where I'll go to them and say, hey, I'm cool with leaving this drum shield up. I'm not going to complain about it, but I'm going to play very quietly behind this drum shield. And I am going to trust you to mix these drums up in the mix the way they should be mixed. Um, like, you know, normal music should have drums up pretty hot in the mix. I'm going to trust you to do that, uh, and I'm going to play quietly. Now, if you want to, if you see how quiet I'm playing, you want to take this drum shield down. That'd be great, um, but um, but I'm not. I'm, I'm going to play quiet either way, and I, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to trust you. I'm basically, I'm going to do my job, uh, and so you can do your job. Um, and that's kind of like, by the way, that's uh, when I play. Um, I've had a few questions about this as well. Um, when I've been touring with all sons and daughters on this last tour, we're playing larger rooms and I still play pretty darn quiet. And the reason why is that I want to give, uh, Seth, our sound guy, every chance he can have to mix it. He's, he knows what he's doing mixing. He knows what he's, he's a drummer too. So he, he puts the drums in the mix where they need to go. He understands how it sits, but he also mixes records and produces records. So he understands how to make drums sound good. And so I want to give him every opportunity to do what he does with the drums, to do his job, basically. My job as a drummer is not to make sure that what I do is heard. My job as a drummer is to play the music. 
and the sound man's guy, sound man's job is to um, make sure everything is heard. So um, I trust him, uh, and part of that is by me playing quieter. Now, um, uh, so all that to say, those are some reasons why I don't like drum shields. But I will say this: um, there, the, the the in my opinion, the appropriate use of a drum shield is for um, preventing mic bleed or distracting the other musicians on stage. So um, I love, like, there's a couple of companies that make those clear plexiglass, like, shield drums, little mini drum shields that you put on, uh, like, cymbal stands. Uh, We've used those. We actually, a couple of dates on this tour we actually happened to be in a place that had those and we used those because I had, we had a lot of problem on stage. We, we always set up our stage really small. And so we always had a problem with my cymbals bleeding over into, uh, Leslie, uh, one of the, one of the members of all sons and daughters into her microphone or vocal mic. And there's nothing she could do to, to prevent that from happening. And there's nothing I can do. You know, just the, it was the, even at the quietest volume, it was too much for her and it was a it was a struggle we had. Also, I was set up right behind David, uh, who played keys, and so he was sitting almost right in front of me, and I had my cymbals going right into his into his vocal mic, into his ear monitors, and so it just. Um, and also, of course, the other, other person on stage was uh, cellist Kara, and and she has a mic on her cello along with um, a DI. and the same thing. The drums bleed into the cello mic, and and that and you know. To her and to all of us, I think the mic on the cello was a better of the two as far as that and the DI. The cello mic sounded better, and so we'd love to be able to hear that, but when the drums were bleeding into it, it made it really hard. So anyway, what I like using drum shields for shields for is to prevent bleed into other microphones on stage, um, not to make the drums quieter in the room. And so we did use it for that purpose. I mean, it was great. Uh, we actually used one of those drum shields, those little ones on cymbal stands, to separate out the guitar amp on stage from the cellist as well. Um, and those things were awesome. So um, check those out if you're not uh, not aware of them. I think one company that I know of, a guy who makes them, it's, it's called Shy Baffles, so S-H-Y, Baffles, B-A-F-F-L-E-S. Um, so check those out. Um, but uh, I guess my big thing with drum shields is... Uh, if someone is putting up a drum shield in front of you in response to your playing, maybe you change how you're playing. If you find yourself in a situation where the drum shield is there and you have to use it, uh, try to try to get a good relationship with the sound guy to kind of help him understand what you're going to do with it. Um, and uh, don't use, and this is my last thing, don't use a drum shield just because you always use a drum shield. Really consider it. I've actually worked with the sound guy a bunch before. No joke, there was one Sunday at church where we set up, uh, it was like a cajon and a kick drum, I think. And he put the drum shield around it. And I was like, what, why? And it was just like, that's what we always do. Put the drum shield up, put the drum shield up around every, on the drums, no matter what it is. And, you know, a cajon and a kick drum. And the kick drum was, was unmuffled. It was being used like a concert bass drum, like, you know, just on, you know, a big downbeat or something. There was nothing bleeding anywhere. And it was so quiet. And we still put the drum shield around it. I never understood that. So don't do anything out of habit. Um, that's probably, you probably heard me say that a lot on this podcast. But don't, don't do anything just because you always do it that way. 
and don't not do something just because you've always done it that way. If it's appropriate, do it. And if it's not, don't. But make a choice every time you, uh, you do anything in music. Um, and that includes drum fills and everything else. It's always be intentional. Always choose what you're doing. Don't do things out of habit. All right, so that's what I think about drum shields. Hopefully this helps you a little bit, or hopefully at least you've been entertained and interested. Um, and I will talk to you again very soon. We are running up on a, a holiday weekend, so I'm not 100% sure about recording the podcast over the next few days. So please bear with me um, if that happens. If, if it goes dark for a couple of days, that's what happened. Um, but I'm going to do my best to make sure you still get a podcast every day this week. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.